Ad Astra Abbasosk, and welcome to the episode. I'm Layla, and I'm in Chinjo Forest gathering intel on the best Inazuma local specialties. I'm Monica, and I'm in Shinjo Forest recommending good souvenirs to take home to the family. Today's commissions include not recapping the final session of the Archon Quest play-by-play, being <laughs> jump-scared by a child in the forest, and fighting with fungi. Alright, so the final chapter of the Archon Quest, um, we actually played the first part of it together-ish. We played pretty much all of it together. I mean, I really only dropped out right before the boss fight. So. I mean, I think we were not on that call for a very important part of that quest. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. We can talk <laughs> about that later, but it was really fun. Um, I would recommend you so you get your co-op bestie and do a Discord playthrough of the Archon Quest because what it was a lot of was first of all us being slightly not yeah. in sync <laughs> so you would be reacting to like a piece of dialogue and I would be like what 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 and then like 30 seconds later I'd be like ah it was really good and then, then I also remember there was this one point where I was like I'll like wait a little right here for Layla to catch up and then you said something and I was like what and you were like I'm at <laughs> and you like explained what was going on and I was like oh shit I waited too long you waited too no, I remember at one point, this was probably the best. You had a, a blocker from a, a character story quest that you had unlocked. Oh, yeah! And I waited for you like an idiot, even though I was behind you when I should have caught up to you. And so then I stayed behind. <laughs> but it's because I was making myself a sandwich for dinner. We've definitely talked about this before, but like, I'm one of those fucking idiots who unlocks the story quests <laughs> as soon as they're available. And then, like, events or, like, our conquest will come up and they'll be like, mm, this character's somewhere else. You gotta go do the first ten minutes of this. And Layla, she was talking about this when we were playing it together. She was like, oh, like, since I knew this happens, I just didn't accept, like, I didn't redeem or unlock any of the story mm. quests because I knew there was another Archon quest. And I was like, I wish, I wish it was that smart. It's kind of messed up. Because I look at my quest log and I'm like, oh, I don't have that many quests. And then I open my story quest and I have six that I haven't unlocked. Six? I have, wow. I have, uh, after Yelon, I stopped unlocking them. So I have Kazuha, I have Tainari, I have Nilu, I have Nahida. Mm. And maybe one more? Maybe one more. Five. But I did just finish Yaimiko's. It was long. I haven't done any of the Sumeru story quests. But I have done the first cutscene of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> You've done the opening. Well, what used to happen to me is a lot of them start at the Adventurers Guild. And so I would like unlock them and then I would go turn yeah. in my commissions. And Catherine was like, Soik! I was like, okay, I've learned my lesson. Yeah, we'll talk about this later. But there's one of them where like the area to go to unlock it is like a little uncommon. It's like a person from Leeway. And I just kept it like in my quest log <laughs> for months and months and months up until recently. But let's talk about this Archon Quest. It was wild. It was the it was the culmination of the Sumeru Archon Quest. Yes, it had big like heist movie vibes. <laughs> I think my favorite part of it was like the collab from all the Sumeru characters. <laughs> I guess like Candace really wasn't involved a lot, but 
other than that yeah I have been meaning to do Candace's like hangout events because I I truly have like I, I got zero percent of a read on her from the Archon quest and maybe that's on me maybe I was going too fast but I mean I have her so I would like to learn more I'm not sure there's a Candace hangout <laughs> oh cool so she's just mysterious in fact I'm pretty sure there isn't because I just finished all the hangouts by oh, completing shit. well and they don't even have them for every single four star. So she might no. not get one. Or like she won't for a while. She's truly mysterious. Um, well, that's sad. I don't know anything about her. She has cool eyes, sexy shield. She's pretty. She's pretty. She infuses hydro. We do like infusions in this part of the woods. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Any highlights that you want to discuss from the Archon Quest? Oh my gosh. Actually, many. First of all, the entire thing about the the part where you're sneaking, you're like spying on Dottore and you're sneaking up to the boat and the Dottore that's on the boat, which we find out is not the Dottore who has like been in Sumeru for a while. Which I called. I totally called that at the beginning of that little part of the quest, but go on. Yeah. People call him Boat Tore, which is funny, but he was just like staring at us and smiling the entire time and it should be known that i am really bad at all of the parts of the archon quest that require you to sneak when you go uh heist the holy liar of him holy liar to himdel or whatever i fucked that up multiple times like had to restart and then when you had to escape from the um oh my god what is the leeway police people called oh i don't know but I, I understand the beginning of the leeway uh yeah conquest. you have to run away and then child hey girly hold stills you um, i oh my god i fucked that up too a million tangents but i didn't know he said hey girly Millilith. Millilith. uh i didn't know he said hey girly if you play as you play as mean and so this whole time i was like people are like crazy for this guy people like why is everyone saying hey girly in layla's chat and i watched the cutscene finally and i was like this does change things this a little does- he says buddy to Aether, right? Yeah, I was like, there's n- there's no way to make saying, hey, buddy, like a horny a horny thing. Yeah, it's not great. So I was mad at that. And then I don't remember what the sneaking was in Inazuma. I think it was in Ritu. You were like sneaking around the Tenryo Commission. There was, yeah, um, you were like being prosecuted by the Tenryo Commission. So you had to like sneak out of there without them noticing. I think so. Okay, as you're describing all these scenes, I'm remembering that I'm actually quite bad at all of them, too. <laughs> so, well, what I found out is that you can kind of outrun them, basically, if you just sprint through. But I didn't do that for Dottoria. I just hid in the in the bushes a bunch, and it was fine. And then Dottoria's staring at you, and then he just, like, drifts away on his boat. And I was like, what a shitty ending to the most compelling villain we've had so far. And then you go through the whole shit with Scaramouche and Nahida, which we can talk about in a bit, but I'm on the Dottoria train right now. And then this bitch appears again. And I was like, oh. And then Nahida and Dottore prove that wisdom and intelligence are not the same thing. Because <laughs> they, both, they both male wife m- manipulate, mansplain each other into doing, into doing the stuff they want. And I can't believe Nahida goes, I'll never give you the noses. And Dottore goes, give me the noses. And Nahida goes, well, if you kill yourself. <laughs> If you kill all your other clones, I will forgive you. And I was like, what? I don't I don't understand her motivation for doing that. I guess based off the context, she was like, this is an abomination of like life. And I cannot stand by this as like the connection to Ermansoul. But I was like, I feel like you could ask him to do something better for you. Yeah. Um, and then the part of me that's a butthole is like, 
in story she asks that because she was like it's an abomination towards life etc cetera, etc cetera. but i was like or did like the writers at hoyoverse sit down and go bro this 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 clones thing too exploitable it's too exploitable it's getting complicated i think we need to nerf this guy right now which is a little sad but still like i, I think the, yeah. the in-universe reason they gave for it was fine i think it was fucked up that we had to hear all of their thoughts before they died well it's because we can't we don't get to meet them anymore i'm sad yeah so that was pretty that was wild and then nahita like threatens to break the other gnosis, the dendrodosis, and like call upon the celestial principles or whatever. That was wild. That was wild. The celestial principle, as far as we know, is represented by the unknown god from the beginning. So I was like, sneak peek, but we didn't get to see her. And she like confirmed it in the cutscene afterwards, but it was like such a like, what's the word? Gambit? No. Like a. It was a gamble. Yeah. There's like a word for when you like imply you're gonna do something because you don't know what it, that it's gonna work out i just don't remember it took a calculated risk and boy was she good at math <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i thought it was funny like in universe she was like i don't fucking know if it was gonna work yeah oh a bluff, a bluff is the word a bluff and then dottore was like okay well how about i share some I- knowledge with you and i was like no way nahida's gonna fall for that and as i was saying that nahida hands over the gnosis i was like no nah! <laughs> What are you doing? And she was like, and now only I will know this knowledge and I won't tell anybody. And she was, I also thought it was cool-ish that she was like, I wasn't even going to keep both of them anyways. Are you kidding me? That's like way too much power in one area. I will say since like from the player perspective, the Noces are like extremely important. Every single uh, Archon who's given up their Noces has made me gone. Why? Why would you do it? Like, was that a really a good enough reason? My favorite one... Well, so Venti didn't give his up. He's the only Archon who's valid. It was kicked out of him. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, I think that's why. Is I, we, I saw our bestie Venti get kicked in the butt for it. And I was like, this is bad. We can't let this happen again. And then everyone else is just chilling. And then it. everyone has been handing them over. Yeah, because Yai y- Miko straight up handed it over to Scarmouche because A had given it to her like hundreds of years earlier. So that was fun. But my favorite part of all this is that Traveler was asleep <laughs> Time. Yes, accurate. I love me. how Tutorial was like, we've created the perfect sound waves to make someone sleep. And I think I mentioned this at the time, but I was like, can I have that? Are, are these the Theta like sound waves yeah. I see on YouTube? Yeah. The, like... Oh my god, do you think it helps him reality shift? We can't talk about that in this episode. <laughs> so that was that part was that whole part was crazy. Also, I'm skipping back and forth so much. This is what happens when we try not to recap it like last time. Um, the whole part about like forgetting Ruka Devata, devastating. When Nahida comes to and is crying and she's like, I don't understand. We just saved the world. Why am I so sad? I was crying. It was quite sad. But in a way, the like version of history that everyone remembers isn't that far off from what actually it's happened. It's not. It's not that far off, which is nice, but it was really sad. I'm glad the Traveler remembers. It's kind of like Rue from Tsurumi Island. Like, she's the only person who remembers him. It's so fucked up that, like, only the player character remembers, though. Like, that's kind of heavy. Yeah, that Paimon doesn't. What I'll also say is that, like, I I think it's overall, like, in the story a good thing. Because it saves Nikita from all the, like, angst that she had in, like, when we met her at first. Mm. But yeah, so that was pretty wild. 
the way that everyone forgot Rick and Wilder. Someone actually drew, obviously this is like all fan art, but someone drew a, a photo, a photo. Someone drew Look fan at this art photograph. Of, <laughs> someone drew fan art of Hu Tao like walking into Zhongli's office and he was crying and she was like, what's wrong? And he goes, I don't know why, but I'm like very sad all of a sudden. And the idea is that like another one of the original Archons has like literally gone and he is basically the only remaining Archon with Venti because um, A, obviously, is not the original Electro Archon. Nahida, not technically the original Dendro Archon. Um, I think that Saritza is the original Cryo Archon, but she's obviously, like, evil, quote-unquote. And then But she's I a bitch. Fontaine. They don't talk. Yeah, and I think Fontaine's <laughs> Hydro Archon and Nat Lance Pyro Archon are also not the original, so. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Bro, where are those who share the memory? <laughs> <laughs> he's been asking and we've been ignoring him god he's so right to ask i don't have answers for him though so yeah that was cute and sad and then um the most important part of the archon quest was the epilogue yes do you want to talk about it i mean yeah so we're like going to see it's a little unusual for an archon quest like final act but it was fun bless you uh, we're just we're just going around seeing how everyone is like what like a week after everything that went down. Yeah, because Nilu is like, I want to plan a banquet. It's gonna take me at least three days. Can you fuck around for three days? And I'm like, I would love nothing more. Um, you know, we're checking with everyone. They're great. We love them. But I think most importantly, we go check out uh, what Al Haytham's been up to, and he's just in the fucking library with with his roommate. <laughs> Oh my god, they were roommates. First of all, I love the casual lore he's dropping. He's like, they asked me to be the head sage. I said no. They asked me to take over like the academia and work directly for Anahita. I said no. Uh, where were you when we needed you most, Kabe? And I was like, what is going on? All of that is delivered in a, you dumb bitch, didn't you know, kind of way. And the entire premise of the Traveler and Paimon just watching them arguing. And also the fact that at the beginning when we come in asking for Hytham, that scholar is like, oh, Mr. Kave is already talking to him. You know they hate each other, right? And I was like, this is common knowledge. <laughs> like everyone at the academia knows this. Well, we were talking about, sorry, Layla and I discussed this earlier off Urgently. the podcast. I probably won't be rehashing most of that, but we can rehash some of it. Talking about the design of the library, there's like nothing's hidden nothing's obfuscated that's like it's basically like walking to the courtyard and like starting a fight there like they're shameless yeah that was wild um they were like really raising their voices Hytham was sitting the entire time which is such a power move to just be sitting with his little book i imagine kave pulled the book out of his hands we're picturing the unrendered scene you know but that was wild i mean they 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 like all of a sudden introduced a new character which i know like if you were really looking for the lore they have those message boards across sumeru they've been like arguing we know that the palace that's in like the northern part of sumeru was designed by kave he's like he's not the darshan of his school but he's like right under like he's the best student of the school which i kept i think i texted you i was like they're they're tas they're two tas who are in love i don't know if we like explicitly said this in case it wasn't clear we shipped them it's a lot i mean i try to be like shipping neutral because i know like i don't know say you ship zhongli with one person maybe it would be upsetting to hear them say 
that I see him with another character. But in this case, like... It's all there. <laughs> it's not subtext, it's text. It's, it's literally written out and voiced. <laughs> so that was really fun. That was wild. Um, it does remind me of something that I really do want to talk about that I accidentally skipped, which is... Um, I think Oscar nominations are coming out soon because uh, Mr. Hyphen really Jesus swept the show Christ. there. <laughs> when they pulled, they pulled that uh, double cross, the double crosser switcheroo. That was How did nuts. he make his eyes do the thing? Become red? Yeah. And then the way he leapt in the air at Azar. First of all, the way he yells Azar. You knew he wanted to do that for a long ass time. Yeah. <laughs> And then the way that they, so for those of you who haven't played, I guess, there's like a cutscene of Hytham, like using the divine capsule, going crazy, attacking Azar. He gets like taken away. First of all, I was like, this is fake because I know Hytham is stronger than this. There's no way he would be like subdued by these two people. So I'm glad they revealed it was fake. But um, later on in the quest, they like are recapping the story so far for some reason and at some point there's a screenshot of that scene that this pops up no other scene is like re-shown in screenshot and it's Hytham bent over the desk where he like accidentally tumbles onto the knowledge capsules because like he had to switch a knowledge capsule whatever whatever and I was like this is so gratuitous I will gladly accept it <laughs> on behalf of everyone I don't want to go too like too far into it because we agreed off camera off mic that we were going to not do a 40-minute recap this time. But the heist vibes were so fun. I liked, like, literally classic heist movie shit where we are finding out the plan as it's happening, but then, like, it cuts back to the scene um, of them planning it. And it was fun. The reveal that we were all working together was fun. I never doubted Al Hytham for a second. Yeah, I didn't doubt him either, but mostly because he's pretty... (laughs) No real reason. No real narrative reason. I just couldn't believe it. That's pretty privileged for you. It is. And I think the last part that I want to talk about, because there's, I mean, there's cool stuff like Neelu's dance was very pretty, blah, blah, blah. But the thing I really want to talk about is at the end of all the Archon quests, there's that period of time where you can ask the Archon stuff. And for Venti, he's like under the big tree and you ask him shit. And then Zhongli is like uh, by the um, old entrance to the jade chamber like up top and you can ask him stuff and he admits to you that he forgot that he would need to make more <laughs> for himself what a good thing and then in inazuma yeah nico does it for some reason <laughs> so they're like we're not gonna have a come back out she took her she took her one walk of the 500 year millennium she needs a break and then nahida you like go back to the sanctuary of whatever it's called and you ask her a bunch of stuff, which is super interesting. Um, she talks about Scaramouche, which we didn't talk about Scaramouche at all, but you fight Scaramouche in this. Um, and people who pay more attention to these things than me have said that the relationship that it's building up to be seems to be that Nahida like thinks of Scaramouche as basically like a war weapon or like a dangerous weapon. And she's like observing him from a curiosity standpoint, but like she doesn't feel any sort of like attachment to him or anything which is not how i read it and until proven otherwise i believe that nahida is on a de-gremlining skirmishing yeah it is interesting like towards the um end like after you rescue nahida she seems like her character is a lot less naive and she's a lot more um calculating and like um spoilers Mm. because i did watch the first uh five minutes of her story quest but she's a lot more like 
alien me like I just like I I'm so far removed from normal people that I like don't understand niceties Mm. um but I think that's fun to be honest I also thought she was just she just had like he's in containment until he's no longer a gremlin energy and we have seen speculation I guess maybe it's confirmed because he didn't use any animal in that any animo in that fight but like speculation that he's that Scaramouche is going to get his animo vision like after the events that have all taken place so yeah that's gonna be super interesting and i i can't wait for us to talk about that in two weeks basically but i until proven otherwise believe nahida will help Scarmouche. yeah we have this in our outline but i don't necessarily know like if you want to talk about it do you want to talk about the Scaramouche boss fight? Uh, we can. What I can tell you is that I just fought him for the first time as a weekly boss, and I literally had to Google the mechanics. <laughs> I couldn't understand them. Actually, the Googling didn't really help. I mean, it told me like what elemental weaknesses he has, and then I chose to ignore most of those because I wanted to bring my new party, which includes Layla, which we'll talk about in a second. But um, I straight up just like couldn't figure out the mechanics and when you do the boss fights in the original archon quest like usually they're way easier than when you like redo them as the weekly boss especially because you can pick the like level um but i just want to know who that green little elephant guy is i feel like we didn't get a lot of context for that and like in what event is he going to become a permanent like floaty friend yeah right that's what i was thinking at first i thought he was going to be an equipable but i don't think i've done the weekly boss version so i haven't seen him at his full strength but uh you know i had a friend was it a friend or was it just a twitter person Uh, i had a friend (laughs) mention that like bringing a single target dps would do a lot so i uh missed was my humble brag i missed most of his mechanics the first time i fought him just because it just went by so fast yeah i like Mm, yeah nice. so it'll be fun to see what it's actually supposed to be like when i play it at level 90 yeah it was interesting i brought um i brought yanfei layla kokomi and jongri and that was good layla didn't do much her talents are not very high but she was there for moral support yeah well that's a good transition to the second part of our news discussion section which is you know, new events, new banner characters. Layla, do you want to intro the first point? I do. Um, I mostly want to talk about the new events. I mean, we can talk a little bit about the characters because they'll come up. But, like, Nahida's character banner obviously just ran. We actually had a friend who was, like, hell-bent on getting Nahida. Like, 200 wishes type vibes. Got C1 Incredible. Nahida. Very happy for them. But I did my wishes with them. And I got my little I got my little Nahida. I won my 50-50 for her, so thank you. She's the second Archon that Amazing. I have. She's probably... The well, I was gonna say she's probably the only Archon I'll have for a while, but actually Fontaine is next, and I'm definitely getting the Hydra Archon. There's no <laughs> way I'm not getting as a designated Hydra lover. So that was fun. The other thing about the uh, Nahida banner is that I think she ran concurrently to Yoimiya, which kind of did Yoimiya dirty. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I did for like the 18th time. They've reran Yoimiya twice now, and both times I feel like she's been with a highly anticipated character um yeah that's true huh um we had a friend who i'm pretty sure got both and i was insanely jealous oh yeah that was messed up yeah i was insanely jealous because um i had been quote unquote quote unquote saving for nahida and i lost my 50 50 and now have c4 ka still no jeans hey, hey 
still no D Luke, but C4 Jean. I think I'm going to crown her at this point. Absolutely insane. But I did a little whale. Do as we say and not as I do, me specifically, because Layla's good at saving and not whaling. But I spent like 30 bucks and I got the baby and I'm very happy. A small price to pay for the Dendro Archon. Yeah, so after that came the Layla banner, which obviously is actually the child and Yainiko banner. But I had been so excited for Layla. I literally am so excited that not only did Monica help me create a cosplay for Layla, but I literally dyed my hair to look like her. And uh, Wait, is that why? Probably, yes. <laughs> I had no idea. I thought you just wanted to. Absolutely. No. Well, I mean, I have wanted to dye my hair for a long time, but like this was the catalyst. Catalyst. I see. I see. She could have been a catalyst. Hey. <laughs> but um, I will probably post pictures. Honestly, I might post them to our Twitter because yeah, do really it. Fun. So with the with the advent of Layla, um, they introduced her in an event, which I actually feel like has not happened very often, and that was really cool because we got to find out a little bit about her before the banner in the. I think it's called Fantastical Fungi event, which is like Pokemon, which is crazy because Pokemon came out like this past weekend. So they really timed that well. Um, but it was really cute. And specifically, it was like you're hanging out with Layla, you're catching your little fungi Pokemon. And then fucking Yaimiko shows up. <laughs> and from that point on, it's degeneracy. <laughs> the plot was actually like a lot more involved than I thought it would be. I thought it would yeah. just be like a normal tournament Um just set up but the plot that like Nico is having us investigate like I was invested did you finish it yes I'm because I, I haven't finished it but I've seen spoilers so I will talk about it okay the guy El Elhimigel whoever the Fontaine dude who was a, a scholar he's trying to impress the Torre yeah he is that's crazy did you do the secret secret um extra secret stuff what if you go to one of the plains north of Subaru City, like after you finish the event, you'll find uh, a contraption that like fungus ball, but a broken one. That's like his first prototype. And he has like a, a diary entry about how he like wants to be recognized by Dottore or whatever. What the fuck? I know. It's up with all these fucking Dottore secret quests that I'm missing. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done that one. I just saw it on Twitter, so I can't speak to it per se, but it was pretty wild. Okay, maybe I'll take a look. But I mean, the fungus event is fun. It's cute. It was really cute. How far did you get into it, Layla? Uh, I, I I caught all the fungus and I did all the the individual battles. I just haven't gone through like you fight the, in the competition. You like fight Layla and Yaimiko, and I haven't done that. Yeah. Oh, okay. That part's fun though. Mm -hmm. Did you get the free dory? Uh, no, because I didn't realize, well, I can now, but I didn't realize that when you spent them at the shop, it, like, decreased them. Because previous events, it's just been, yeah. like, like, earning them, not having them. So I bought out all of the shop that I could, because I, I was playing it, like, day by day, because they lock it day by day. Mm -hmm. And then I, like, went on a, a vacation for a weekend, and so I missed it. But I bought the shop out to like however much you could get that day and then i was like how close am i to dory and they were like zero you've undone all your progress and i was like oh that's new yeah i was fucked up because i would have prioritized getting dory over all the other like random books and stuff in there but it's fine did you get her in the end mm, no there's time because i wasn't good at some of them and i there's didn't time. get all three redeemables but it's okay i already that's have good. a dory <laughs> Oh, nice. I dub. I don't know why I feel so ashamed to, like, admit when I'm bad at this game. 
Um, did we, uh, are there any other events that we need to talk about? I mean, I just wanted to talk about the camera event. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, that's going on right now. Yeah, it's like a rerun event. It's not super different, but the fucking, for some reason, Child and Yoimiya are like hanging out in the Sinchu Chin- Forest. I don't remember what it's called. The forest near the Kamisato estate. And they are just like, they're besties. Yeah, like talking about child's like children, children, <laughs> child's siblings, his siblings. They're talking about child siblings and like all the gifts he wants to get for him. And at some point, Traveler is like, "Hey, Yoimiya, like, how how do you know you could trust this guy?" And she goes, "Oh, the, the kids love him. Like, I trust the kids." And I was like, mm, "Can we see this? When do we? How do we? What uh, can we see him interact with the children?" I also have only done this event up until um, that forest. So I don't know if we see them again or we see any other interactions. Because so far that's like no the only character interaction. Yeah, there are no other interactions. It's so weird. I mean, I like it. It's fun. It's like enough of of an event for him to be on the banner again. I'm assuming that's why he's on the banner right now. It was so it was so surprising. Um, and now I feel like I have to be on guard for them anywhere in Inazuma. And also <laughs> and also they wouldn't let me do the, the photo challenge until I did Child's Quest and I didn't understand why. And I guess it's because they needed me to understand he was a good guy before I saw him. They needed you to understand he was a good brother. That he's good with kids. Yeah. Because to be fair, I don't think that context was anywhere else in the story up until that point. No. So yeah, I finally did child story. You win. It's okay. No, it was good. It pissed me off how good it was. <laughs> okay. Does that mean he's been in Inazuma this whole time? Because as we know, the last time he yeah, was in Inazuma, I think so. Was the Shikai Show event. Rest in peace, Monica. Which was <laughs> please, don't. and that was like in terms of like. Real lifetime that was last year. Last year? You're joking me. This, wasn't it? We we're fact checking. I'm fact checking right now. Who point two? Yeah, it was like very recent, like from when it I was, started playing. It was January 2022. Oh, okay. Well, that felt like last year to me. No, but that basically is. I mean, it's November. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. So he's been there since January. <laughs> this poor boy, where has he been? It's almost Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, he's going back to Inazuma. I mean, to... Shesnaya? Shesnaya, thank you. I was like, Fontaine, Fontaine. I can't stop saying Fontaine. I'm excited I'm for so Fontaine. Excited I know Fontaine. it's a whole year out, but I'm so excited for Fontaine. I'm so pumped. I can't wait to meet the Archon who sits at every court case. She could never... I'm going to talk a little bit about this later on when we talk about what else we're playing, but I've been playing Tears of Themis, and for those of you who don't know, I'll explain it, but I was like, Rosa? Rosa from Tears of Themis? Is oh, the that'd be cool. Hydro Archon? <laughs> that would be cute. They do kind of do, like, these crossover characters. Like, people were saying that Alhaitham looks a lot like a character from Honkai. Oh, yeah. They literally did a Genshin crossover in Honkai because they have Fischl and they have Cushing in Honkai. Yeah, I know. I don't know why we didn't get the their like back. original names. Yeah, 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 but different designs, but like it's similar, like a reskin basically. But like it's Fischl and Cushing. Are you googling? Uh, maybe. <laughs> it's fun. I wish we could have gotten them. I wish we could get their skins. Oh my goodness. Okay, interesting. So yeah. Anyways, I would love for a Tears of Themis crossover. 
Anyways, um, that's about it. I mean, there's one more event, and I think this is actually maybe a good segue into our community topic. Yeah, go for it. So the other event that was earlier. So uh, Cyril, Branchmaster Cyril, who's like the head of the Adventurers Guild in Mondstadt, which I don't think we've met any other heads of Adventurers Guild. So I love when they drop lore and then like immediately move on from it. But True. Huh. That's okay. Um, he set up, he set up a couple of things amongst other things. He did that Dragonspine event where Bennett got like kidnapped by the bad Albedo, blah, blah, blah. But this one that was, was just like, <laughs> that was crazy. This one was just like the adventurers challenge. Like, I think that's almost literally what the event was called. And um, one of our friends described it as like Genshin's World Cup or like Genshin Olympics, because yeah. it was just a bunch of like mini games that were vaguely sports based. Um, and so for a community topic, we thought that we could talk about like, what's the adventurers challenge that you would design if you were going to be doing one for Cyril. I think when I was trying to like, because, you know, with some events, it's like, you know, it'll, it's like fine and it'll be like a good time, but you just like can't bring yourself to do it until right before it ends. Um, I was trying to convince a friend to do it. And I was like, it's just like Mario Party mini games with Genshin characters. Yeah. So, you know, um, the kinds of mini games that they have before we like share our own, they had like, <laughs> I love the Beto one where you have to use her like a uh, block to basically like it was kind of like a baseball like range like you were hitting back balls and then the one that i truly didn't understand was the razor one where you were just breaking blocks <laughs> i was like is there like an explanation yeah i couldn't figure out for that the block one specifically i was like am i is there like a specific way i'm supposed to be doing this other than just yeah. button mashing because that's what i yeah. did it was weird the ones that I thought were kind of cool were, like, the ones that used the alternate sprint. So, like, there was one where you were on platforms in the water and you had to collect coins and you could use Ayaka. And Ayaka can, like, run on the water with her alternate sprint. Or you could use Sayu, who could swirl Cryo when she does her little, like, Sonic roll. And then you could <laughs> go that way. And I thought that was pretty fun. But, yeah. They were a little, like, weirdly disjointed. But individually, they were all fun to do. And then, like... Was... There was one that I felt wasn't like the rest, which was basically like you just set down Kokomi's E and then you set down um, Yaimiko's E and then there were like, and with these reactions, you'll defeat the enemies. And I was like, yeah, that no, was so weird. This is just fighting, isn't it? So yeah, if someone was... knows like what the gimmick was meant to be on that, mm -hmm. I can explain it better. Feel free. With that said, I'm about to throw one out that's completely disjointed, but I think hell yeah. Fun. And this is what I would pitch. Um, I think there should have been a Tetris one. I think the way that I would probably have, like, um, explained it is, like, you uh, basically, like, build your pieces. So you either would, like, run across a, a board and, like, create the piece shapes. And then you have to, like, Tetris them. Or maybe something like you send out Fischl's Oz and then you, like, shoot out like blocks so that what's left is like tetris pieces or i don't know something like that i didn't i uh, like i said it's a little disjointed but so was that fighting one but i just think like tetris is such a cool mechanic and i don't actually think we've seen any tetris in genshin so time to add tetris to genshin i think all right i have uh, a, a lame idea and then an idea that i think doesn't fit well but i'm gonna tell you anyways my lame idea was uh golf which i realized functionally would probably be very similar to all of the uh the soccery ones but i like playing mario golf with my friends and i think it'd be fun in genshin 
not going to go into too much detail. I feel like it's pretty straightforward. Um, my other idea that I can't quite figure out how to make work, but I think would be really funny is if um, these are both inspired, by the way, by Layla's friend saying that this was like the World Cup, like for Genshin. It made me think of the Olympics. And I was like, oh, think, speaking of the Olympics, wouldn't it be so funny if there was a figure skating one? So in my mind, it would be like mechanically very similar to the baseball one and that it's basically like rhythm based. And if you use, I'm not sure, maybe like Kazuha or like the jumping people, if you use their ability on time with the like. You land your jumps. Yeah, you land the jumps and they do something extra special. I don't know. Like it's collecting coins on the ice and some of the coins are up. And if you time them properly, like you don't have to come back to them. Oh, it could be like a lap thing. And if you miss any of the coins, like you have to do it again. But so if you time everything properly, you do it in one lap. Oh, that's a better one than me. The part of me, there's no reason they would ever do this. There's no reason they would ever design custom animations (laughs) for my silly rhythm game idea. But I also just kind of want to see them all do figure skating moves. It would be so cute. Ugh, yeah, I'm into that. My other one, since we're since we're uh, sharing, my other one was gonna be basically like the Dodoko um, dodgeball or like I don't know tennis that you had to do during the first Golden Apple Archipelago, but ping pong sized, like tiny, <laughs> tiny little Aww. balls that you're hitting across That's tiny so distances. Cute. And it could be all the tiny characters playing. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> Cracked the code. <laughs> Nita walks up to Di- Diona and is like, you're going down. <laughs> you're going to freeze in your tracks when you see my moves. Oh, my God. And then Cleo would just be like, fire. Yeah. All right, cool. That was fun. So yeah. Let us know what your um, what event you would design for the Genshin Olympics. And maybe if we petition hard enough, Portoverse <laughs> the will add them Olympics. all. Especially the figure skating with custom moves. That's definitely going to get it. <laughs> All right. Next section. What else have we been playing other than Genshin? I think you should go first, Layla. Oh, my God. So I mentioned this earlier, but I've been playing Tears of Themis. If you don't know what Tears of Themis is, it is uh, Hoyo versus mobile only uh, Otome game. If you don't know what an Otome game is, I'm not sure the official definition, but it's basically a dating sim. It's like a visual novel dating sim, usually a woman and like a couple of men um very fun in this one you happen to be a lawyer you have four dating options one is your boss but it's not weird one is your like childhood friend who's also like a secret military guy uh one of them is spoilers for tears of themis but also he's terminally ill and it's unclear how much time he has left with you and it stops him from fully committing but also like him getting cold feet might stop you as a player from wanting to commit it stopped me um, the third one is just a psychiatrist. Like, I know his connection is via Marius, but it's so weird. Just a psychiatrist. And the fourth one is this rich, spoiled brat that you accidentally run into one day who then is immediately convicted of murder and you have to help him get out of his murder charge and then you become friends. You're, like, fully a lawyer, like, working your way up the ladder and he's a college student, right? He, yeah, he's, like, he's, like, um, he's, like, just graduated from painter school. <laughs> He's like the, uh, sorry, I only played like maybe the first chapter when it first came out. I might come back to it if Layla tells me that she thinks I'll like it. But what I remember of Marius is he's that like archetype that's like, 
I know that you want me and I'm gonna be really forward about it. Yeah, he's like he's hot shit. He's like the bratty guy. It's fun. And I think the- aesthetically he's the hottest one. <laughs> he's really hot. The more I play, the more I've drawn to the Artem character who's her boss. Again, not something I'm super into in real life, but they do it well. I think he's canonically the like end game. Not I know that's I not how these things work, but he seems like the primary love interest to me. Well, you'd think, but the first one they set up, because, so this is year two of the game in, like, the rest of the world. It's been going on in China for an extra year. We're going to turn this into, like, just as long of a podcast as the Genshin part. Um, So they've finally started, like, canonically having you date some of them, and they're just, like, dropping them. They're not, like, dropping them all at the same time, but I think the implication is, like, basically at some point you pick one of them. So the first one they picked was Luke, who's the childhood friend, which I think makes sense. It's the one that's, like, most hinted to. The second one was Marius. Um, and it's rumored that Vin is next. So it sounds like our time is going to be last. And maybe they're saving the best for last. Yeah, because he's the most canonical. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun. It's cute. I feel like I'm just saying these like bold sweeping statements despite having played like a <laughs> fraction of what you've played. Well, what I was going to say is it's super fun. Um, it's a game that like quote unquote requires you to play every day kind of like Genshin especially if you're free to play which I don't I, we all know I don't pay for Genshin I don't have qualms about people who pay for Genshin I do think paying for Tears of Themis is probably objectively not a good like not at all a good investment there's no way you could spin it into a good investment because all you're buying is the cards like there's only four of the guys right so you're just getting like additional copies of the cards which obviously there are stories tied to the cards but if you spend money on it no judgment I would never. I've I've debated it for Genshin. I would never. Um, so you don't have to play every day, which is nice. The way I feel about Genshin, and like maybe I'm just justifying it to myself because I have spent money on a few things. In fact, I have a log in my Notion. If you're ever curious, we can go through it one day. Oh, yeah. I won't say the exact dollar amount, but I'll tell you exactly what I spent money on. But the way I like justify it in Genshin is I'm like, oh, this new character unlocks like a whole new gameplay. Like it's a whole new like set of mechanics for the game. Mm, and like, yeah, yeah. For example, like Zhao, I really wanted because I thought his ult was like super cool. And so I think I spent like a little money on him. And that was the first time I ever spent money outside of like Welcome to Battle Pass in the game. And I had no regrets because I was like, I think his like ult is really unique and I really wanted him for many, many months. And it, it felt good, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say, okay, also, I, I know I just said there was no reason to spend in Tears of Themis, but they make it so much harder to be free to play because their events are designed that you basically cannot like achieve mm. all of the things unless you spend the equivalent of Priogens yeah. to like refresh your resin or whatever. And I think that's really shady. But I will keep playing the game. <laughs> I think it's interesting because uh, I think we talked about this a few episodes ago. But like when Genshin first came out, for I think both of us, we were like, I've never played a gotcha game before. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And like all of the people who had more experience with this style of game were like, it's actually very generous for a gotcha game. And me being a mm-hmm. butthead, I was like, mm, I bet that's not true. But then like the more I hear about other uh, gotcha games, the more I'm like, it might be true. <laughs> I still think the pricing could be a little less gratuitous, but... So, yeah, that was my 15-minute um, spiel on Tears of Themis. I have really been liking it. I've been catching up to the main story. The last part of the story that I just did was super Artem-centric, so I was, like, extra happy about that. Crazy. I'm going to spoil it. I'm sorry, Monica and anyone else who's listening, but you, like, oh, get good. trapped Saw-style, like, Jigsaw-style death puzzle, and... 
you have to make the final decision. I literally Googled it because I was so scared. Except literally nothing you do in this game matters. Like, there's no way to fail it. But I was scared I would make the wrong decision and Rosa would die. Um, Rosa's the main That's character. That's so you- funny. Imagine if Rosa could die. <laughs> and I assumed they would just be like, go back. Um, but you, I, like, chose to save Artem. And he, like, breaks out of the trap and, like, runs out. And the person who trapped you is like, all men are the same. Like, he abandoned you the second it was about his life. And then Artem, like, runs back into the room with a bat and, like, smashes the other end of the cage and, like, gets you out, which was crazy. And then all of the other members of the NXX investigation team yelled at him for putting Rosa in danger. And I was fuming. I was so upset. I wrote such a long (laughs) post in our friends, like, Tears of Thebes channel, even though I'm like the only person to use it. <laughs> I literally, I was really just very upset about it. I said, uh, I said that I would be normal about it. And then a couple minutes later, I went, okay, no, I am going to talk about this. That's my favorite kind of event is when they start off like, it's bothering me, but I'm going to be normal about it. I'm going to process it. And then 10 minutes later, they're like, actually. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think it's hilarious that at first I thought it, you approved of everyone yelling at him when clearly you don't. No, I was so upset. There was nothing he could have done better. Oh, Well, that's exciting. Every time you talk about Tears of Themis, I'm like, maybe I'll enjoy like getting back into it. I think what's hard is that um, for me, obviously, I see the appeal. You all heard me talk so passionately about the different archetypes the uh different love interests phil uh by the way i figured it out vin is like the weird intellectual archetype you see in anime all the time we don't have to yeah he's he's rosa's sapiosexual side i don't like it i guess she is a lawyer but you would think that since artem is also a lawyer he kind of fulfills both anyways yeah um the events scare me but i think the main storyline i'm interested in so if layla were to ever come back to me and be like the storyline is done that's probably when i would pick up your oh boy again. you'd have a lot of catching up to do because they gave the storyline behind resin like you can only do x and out per day basically but yeah i guess my concern because when i first played it there was only chapter one or something like that yeah. so my concern is i like got to chapter one and i was like i don't want to have to wait a year like we do with Genshin basically for the next mainline story but I mean I, I have no idea what the we're up to chapter eight now so Mel maybe this is the time I have a lot of time <laughs> on my hands um <laughs> all right I've I've spoken enough about what I'm playing what are you playing I have been doing my quarterly Assassin's Creed Odyssey gameplay nice. every few months I pick up Assassin's Creed Odyssey I play it for six hours uh in one sitting and then i put it down and i forget about it for another three to four months (laughs) i think that's how it's meant to be played oh sure yeah definitely so i just looked this up i fact checked this i'm on um so there are like oh i didn't do a good job fact checking so i have to check in okay there's like (laughs) nine quote-unquote like chapters of the main storyline but each like chapter has a bunch of like mini quests like a, a series of quests within them so i am in chapter five out of nine oh. i thought this came in 2019 <laughs> but you're seeing like you know every 19 every like half a year i get through one chapter is about the rate we're at right now so at this rate i'll be done with this game in 20- in like 2024 
That's I think that's a good goal. It is a fun game though. I just I struggle with um traditional open world games. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Ad Astra Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Spotify to know when the next episode is live and to show your support. And, and thank, thank you, you for, for completing, completing your, your daily, daily commissions. commissions.